What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Televised Podcast. My name is Anna, and today we're going to be talking about all of the cool new stuff that we have in terms of Supergirl Season 5. By the time that you are listening to this, it will be the weekend before Supergirl premieres. So, to build hype, to, to, to... you know, get the excitement really going uh, for this new season. I wanted to do like a a news roundup of all the new uh, news that we have in regards to Supergirl um, because the last time I really talked about news in full was the San Diego Comic-Con video. You could check that out for all the news that we learned at San Diego Comic-Con. I will be doing, in this this, uh, podcast, I'll be doing Um, all the news that we found out post San Diego Comic-Con, so all the new stuff that we know, and they just released a new trailer today on the day that I'm recording this, so it's awesome. I get to, I'm gonna break it down for you guys, and I'm gonna go over some theories that I have, you know, just talk about what's happening in the trailer, what I think is really happening in the trailer, because obviously, you know, trailers, they very much edit them to be not what they seem, um, And I'm going to talk a little bit about Crisis because we've got some very interesting uh, news about casting with Crisis. Um, And, you know, I wanted to write down a list of all the people that are confirmed for Crisis because it is a hell of a lot of people. And I just wanted to have them all in one place. And it's a very long list. So we're going to go over that. We're going to talk about that. So I guess just uh, we'll dive right in. So the first piece of news that I want to touch on is that we got casting for a new villain called Midnight. She's played by Jennifer Chion Garcia. I hope I said that right. Um, She is described as, quote, the physical manifestation of darkness. Midnight is a murderous villain released from an otherworldly prison to enact revenge against the person who put her there. Um, Her powers seem very similar to Dreamer. She is the villain that we are seeing in all the trailers so far. I have a feeling that, you know, some people have speculated that maybe she's just uh, the first episode's villain, but I have a feeling that she's maybe going to stick around for a couple of episodes. She seems like a very formidable foe, um, especially since her powers seem very, very closely related to Dreamer's powers. Um, I I think it'd be really interesting to see the, you know, team Super Friends figure out how to deal with a villain and not just, like, the episodic bad guy. (laughs) So that'd be really fun to see them deal with uh, a villain for, you know, not long term, but, like, more than one episode. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like Lillian Luther, because really, you know, by by the second half of season two, she wasn't a super huge, like, presence, but she was, like, there you know, all the time she was kind of lingering in the back of our minds a little bit. So I think that'd be really cool to have with Midnight. Um, I will get down uh, into the what happened in the trailers when I get to the trailer breakdown because there's way more information there about her than I have just from like press releases. So we're going to move on to episode titles. The first episode is called Event Horizon. I went over this in a previous podcast, but we have a synopsis now. It says, quote, Kara is surprised to find that Kako has a new owner who has bought, excuse me, who has brought in a new star reporter. Obviously, they're talking about Andrea Rojas being the new owner of Catco and uh, William Day 
being that new reporter played by Staz Nair and then uh, Julie Gonzalo is playing Andrea Rojas. News that we already know, but, you know, it is it is sad to hear, to have it confirmed that Lena did sell Catco. It also says, quote, new couples emerge and explore their budding relationships while Jean Jones receives an unexpected visitor. Um, we see this also in the trailer. We see uh, the monitor bring John's brother, which was really kind of from the season finale a bit, you know, hints of that from the season finale, uh, but... Uh, Jesse Warren directs this episode. Derek Simon and Nikki Holcomb wrote this episode. Um, I'm really excited. I think it sounds really cool. I think it's going to be a really great episode. Um, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, I'm really, really, really optimistic about this season, about season five. So, you know, you're going to see me hyping this up so hard. (laughs) So I'm really excited. Um, Episode two is called Stranger Beside Me. Uh, that, you know, Supergirl is notorious for giving their titles meaning beyond just one storyline in the episode. Uh, Like, if you think of, you know, in a political sense. So, you know, it's very much, they very much like to do a double meaning where it can apply to more than one storyline in the episode. So I have a feeling that Stranger Beside Me is probably something to do with Kara and Lena, if I had to guess. Because now Kara kind of feels like a stranger beside Lena. And especially if she's still putting up this uh, charade of not knowing to Kara. Because, you know, I feel like she's probably going to try and play her cards very close to the chest. Because, you know, Lena, you know, she she's on the upside now. You know, Kara had a leg up on her before and now she's got the leg up on Kara. So there's no way that she's going to, like, you know, rip that out by being like, hey, I know your secret. Unless she does in the first episode and I'm just totally wrong. But... I have a feeling that that will probably be about Kara and Lena as well as Jean and his brother. Because, you know, obviously Jean, you know, doesn't really know a whole lot about his brother and he's kind of a stranger beside him. Um, Episode 503 is called Blurred Lines. And besides making me think of that awful Robin Thicke song, it uh, makes me think of the blurred lines between VR and reality, virtual reality and actual reality. Um, that I think Lena is really going to blur this season. I think it'll be, you know, that's probably going to be an episode where we really like deep dive for the first time into this main storyline. Like maybe we'll actually have scenes of Lena in this virtual reality of like what she sees. I don't know because Raul Cooley was back for this season. He's back as Jack Sphere for an episode. I don't know what episode they were filming. It might have been, a, you know, it, might, it obviously it could have probably been a later episode. It's probably like seven or six or seven or eight that they were filming while he was there. But maybe he was in 503 or, you know, maybe we'll see somebody else in 503. Maybe we'll see Lena's mom. Maybe we'll see, you know, Maybe we'll see even more in-depth, like, Supergirl Lena kind of anger taking out scenes in blurred lines. Because, you know, like, Lena, or maybe she, like, gets trapped between the... I don't know, something like that, like, getting trapped between reality and virtual reality. You know, like, I don't know. And maybe it also has something to do with relationships. Uh, Maybe Alex and Kelly need to work out their relationship and what, like, put a label on it and they don't know. You know, something like that probably has to do with blurred lines. Episode 504 is called In Plain Sight. 
I don't really know what to make of this one. Um, I think I said that before in the episode where I talked about these, uh, these four that we had. I just, I just don't know what to make of them. I just don't know what to make about In Plain Sight. I mean, besides a Lena Cara connection, because really, you know, like all of these can, because that's Queller, Jessica Queller had said that, you know, that storyline is going to be kind of the emotional core of the season of Lena dealing with this pain of finding out Cara's secret and Cara, you know, dealing with that as well. So that's really all I can think of that relates to this one. But I mean, you know, again, obviously there's Jean's dad's storyline. We have to worry about Megan Rath showing up, you know, as this other brainy, like who knows what that could be. And, and uh, Andrea Rojas is another question mark and Midnight and Nia and, and Jansen and, uh, you know, um, uh, Makad, uh, excuse me, James is, is still there, like guardian, like, so who knows, you know, who knows what, uh, what could be in store for In Plain Sight. Um, episode five is called Dangerous Liaisons. That one, I'm very intrigued, I'm very intrigued about that one. Um, makes me think about, uh, Dangerous Liaisons. It, it, you know, it makes me think about, like, all those episodes where, Lena kind of worked with her mom or worked with Lex or worked with Eve or, you know, I I feel like that one, maybe we do see Eve come back and work with Lena, you know, because Lena's like desperate and she doesn't know anybody or like she's working with her mom because again, she's desperate and she doesn't, you know, all of her friends like betrayed her and she's feeling so alone and so lost. Like, who knows, you know, who knows what that could mean. Um, Episode six is called Confidence Women. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know if that's a typo, because, and it might not be, that might actually be the title of the episode, but I have a feeling it's either confidence woman or confident women, not confidence women, like that just doesn't make sense to me, but you know what, maybe that's totally right and I'm just an idiot, but if, you know, it, that makes me think of like a female-centric episode, I hope it is, I God, I really hope it is. That would be so cool. You know, kind of like a Fort Rossi episode where it's mainly focused on the women and their stories and, you know, not a whole lot of men. Um, but Supergirl doesn't really have a whole lot of men anymore anyway, so whatever. <laughs> so we'll see, you know, when that episode comes out, if it's truly the title, I guess. I don't know. And titles change, obviously. So these are just like the tentative titles for these episodes. Um, episode 507 is called Tremors. That makes me think of, um, episode, I think it was episode two of season three, which was called Triggers. Um, obviously just because it's, they both start with TR, but, but that's kind of like a, you know, they kind of have the same, the same like punch in the title. Um, so maybe, you know, that could be, I mean, you know, like I said, Raul Coley's returning as Jack Spear probably around episode seven, eight, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Cause, uh, I think they're just now, just now. Cause Brandon Routh just posted a picture of them looking at kingdom come Superman to get reference for the hair. So they're obviously just now starting to film the crossover. So I think, you know, when Raul was posting about this stuff, I think it really was like episode seven that he probably is in. So Jack Sphere probably confirmed for Tremors and I really, yeah, I think it's it's Lena dealing with these, like, aftershocks of all of the stuff that she did for Supergirl. Like, she killed Jack. Jack, whom she loved. Like, she killed him for Supergirl. To save Supergirl. And obviously, like, you know, 
to save the rest of National City and, and honestly to even save Jack because, you know, he was suffering, obviously. You know, there was no real, like, saving him unless you killed him, uh, unless Lena killed him. But, you know, still, like, first Supergirl really was the reason to, to save the hero, like, you know, and and that has to be a tough blow to learn that, you know, Supergirl is actually your friend who has been lying to you for, like, what, four years now, you know, whatever, so that has to suck. You got some, like, you know, tremors, like, uh, just dealing with the aftermath of all of these things, which, you know, it's just crazy. And then Cara Bono, oh, so that's the last episode title that we have. Now we have some more casting news. Cara Bono, Bono, has been cast to play Game Day, I think I'm saying that right, um, who's described as, quote, an ancient alien who, with the others of her kind, have been safeguarding the Earth from the follies of humanity throughout the ages. Game Day's aim is to use technology to subjugate humans. Game Day is cunning, witty, ruthless, and always ten steps ahead of her adversaries. Game Day's agenda puts her into conflict with her would-be allies and on a collision course with Supergirl. That's cool. <laughs> I'm very intrigued about learning about advanced alien like intelligence from other planets that aren't krypton because if you think about it like all of the big bads like literally all of them have been either from krypton well i mean obviously besides lex but he had red daughter so she's technically from krypton because since she's you know kara's doppelganger so you know she's technically from krypton you know she's kryptonian um and then season three, we have the world killers and their like leader, their cult leaders, you know, they were from Krypton. They were from Argo, like they were on Argo with Alora. And then season two, the Daxmite invasion, which, you know, I mean, obviously they're not Kryptonians, but Daxmite was their sister planet. They're basically the same, almost entirely the same, except, you know, obviously a few minor biological differences about how the red sun affects them or excuse me, the yellow sun affects them. And then season one, we had Nan and Astra. So all of our big bads, all of them have had to do with Kryptonians or have been like related to Kryptonians. So I'm really intrigued to see um, some aliens be like super intelligent and capable of taking over the world that are not from Krypton. So I, I, I think it's really cool that they're ancient aliens. Um, and there's another one, Mitch Pelegi will play Rama Khan, an ancient alien who is able to control the four ancient elements, fire, water, earth, and air. Arrogant and willful, Rama Khan has been entrusted to use his powers to protect the earth from mankind for millions of years, but now his agenda puts him at odds with Supergirl as well as Lena Luthor. And there were some set pictures that came out of Rama Khan at Lena's press conference because Lena cannot have a press conference without somebody trying to blow it up. I don't know why she keeps having press conferences outside. I would just quit. But she keeps doing it anyway. And so another press, press conference for Lena, another assassination attempt for Lena, another crazy happenings to happen at Lena's press conference. Um, but I'm very intrigued to see how Rama Khan, do you, you know, how Kara can combat the elements. Like, can how can how can Kara fight against the Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is literally Avatar, and he can control fire, earth, our air, and water. Like, he's he's the Avatar. He's Korra, you know? 
<laughs> I'm really intrigued to see just how, um, you know, Kara is able to do that. Um, especially it says at odds with Supergirl as well as Lena Luthor. So maybe Kara and Lena will be wor- uh, forced to begrudgedly work together again, a la season three. My f- That was such a fun time. <laughs> for like Supercorp angst was uh that season three when she's like I don't think about you when I'm doing it um uh but it would be cool to see them begrudgedly working together again especially now that she knows her secret and and Lena you know can be uh especially mean with her words I think it, it would be a really interesting dynamic to have um between the two of them so yeah I, I'm really excited about these ancient aliens um I I don't know I I have a feeling that they're probably going to be kind of episodic villains as well. You know, no, obviously they're not related to Leviathan, you know. I mean, maybe they are, but, you know, I, I don't think so. Leviathan seems kind of like an anti-alien organization, at least. You know, if they're working with Eve, who worked with Lex Luthor, you know. You know, I mean, so... I don't, uh, yeah, I just don't see them being long-term villains, uh, but I hope that we get some cool stuff uh, from them because, you know, like I said, we haven't really dealt with aliens that have been, like, you know, super intelligent and, you know, capable of world domination that aren't Kryptonians, so that'd be really cool to see these ancient aliens try to take over the world. Now we're getting into the exciting part, the trailer. The trailer was sick. It dropped today. I loved it. I was so excited. I was, like, screaming. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved every minute of it. It's it's really cool. Um, they definitely recycled, you know, they obviously they recycled some footage from both the Comic-Con trailer and the little 10-second teaser that they put out last week or a couple weeks ago, whenever they put that out. Um, but I'm going to go through it. I'm not going to do, like, a, a super in-depth breakdown since a lot of the footage was recycled. But I'm going to hit the main points um, and I'm going to give some some theories and what I think about what's happening. Um, so the trailer started out with Kara and she's got the new suit on and then we go straight to a shot of Lena and she's like, I'm not a villain. I don't want to kill Supergirl. I just want her to experience the same hurt she inflicted on me. And obviously that's the same quote from the Comic-Con trailer. Uh, but this time we actually saw Lena when she was saying it. I don't think we saw that last time. I think it was just kind of voiceovered onto that. Yeah, it was voiceovered and then we saw with the contacts, uh, in the Comic-Con trailer. But now we actually have the scene, like the context of Lena saying that. Um, it kind of looked like she was in her office, I think. I think she was in her office. It was, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so yeah, uh, we have that, and then, and then we see, uh, well, we see Lena, you know, again, smashing the frame, like, the end of season four, um, and then we see Lena punching the air in VR, so it's, like, a continuation, so we, I'm gonna assume that if we put the two trailers together, like, if we saw those two scenes, the one with Lena with the contacts, so she would put the contacts in, do the weird little eye thing and then she like squares up and then like punches and i i'm gonna assume i'm gonna assume that that directly correlates with the scene that we saw in the san diego comic-con trailer where lena is taking a sick right hook to kara um 
uh, you know, as Supergirl in the old suit with uh, the bangs. And we see uh, Kara punching, or excuse me, Luna punching Kara. I'm going to assume that that directly correlates with those VR uh, contacts scenes that we've seen in the trailer. And then uh, Jean, we have a quote from Jean. He says, no one knows who she is. No one knows what planet she's from about midnight. I think that's really interesting because, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, her powers kind of look like the reverse versions of Nia's powers. They're very like energy based, you know, because uh, Nia, you know, she's <laughs> I think Nicole has joked before she's got the power of the telephone cord, like because, you know, she kind of uses like energies to like grab things and stuff and and it looks like midnight kind of does the same thing in a way like it's very very similar to like that energy that dreamer uses um so maybe she's from the same planet as dreamer maybe you know maybe she's from the same planet as nia's mom um that would be really interesting uh if nia was able to use her own heritage to help supergirl fight this villain that'd be really cool and then Midnight says, there is no hiding uh, from Midnight because she's a villain and she says cool things like that. And uh, then Supergirl replies with a very cool line that I definitely am going to, it's definitely bio worthy on Stan Twitter. It's, she said, I'm Supergirl and I don't hide from anything. She, I love, I love when they give Supergirl cheesy lines like that. I just love it. I love it so much. I love when they do that because it just feels like, you know, like that feels like a Supergirl line. Like it just does. And Melissa, you know, uh, delivering it was very cool. At this point in the trailer, the only time that we've seen her in the new suit is in the beginning, in the very beginning. So then all of these scenes are Kara in the old suit. Um, so yeah, old suit um, in that for in that section. And then we cut to Lena saying, I need to know why you betrayed me, which was in that 10 second little teaser that they put in. Um, I think that uh, that's being said to Eve, not Kara. Um, I think it'd be really stupid of Lena. You know, like I said earlier, I think she's going to play her cards very close to the chest with this um, in terms of you know, having, finally having this leg up on Kara, she knows, you know, it's like that episode of Friends where they're like, they don't know that you know that we know that they don't know that we, you know, like, like, Kara doesn't know that Lena knows that she's Supergirl, like, you know, so <laughs> I think that she's gonna, you know, play her cards very close to the chest and not actually say that to Kara, but she's gonna say that to Eve, um, especially because, you know, she needs to know why Eve, uh, betrayed her. And especially if I have a feeling that, you know, Eve being so scared of Leviathan that she's going to come to Lena for help, especially now that Lex is quote unquote dead, you know, air quotes dead. Lena thinks he's dead, but obviously he's not dead. The whole world thinks he's dead, but he's not dead. The monitor brought him back. But, you know, Eve, along with everybody else, thinks that Lex is dead. So, you know, she's like, I only know Lena, you know? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm alone. I'm scared. So, you know, I it looks like that quote that uh, Lena is saying where she's like, I need to know why you betrayed me. 
Looks like it takes place in Lena's basement lab at Elcorp. Uh, I'm thinking maybe Eve comes to Lena seeking help and Lena decides to like kind of lock her in the basement um, in the lab. There have been a couple theories and I don't know if this is true or not because at San Diego Comic-Con they said that they weren't going to use Andrea's pregnancy in the show with Eve. But I don't know if they were lying. Maybe they were lying. Maybe they're liars. Maybe. I think maybe that they might have been lying because, I mean, there's rumblings uh, going around, people thinking like, well, hey, maybe, maybe they'll use this pregnancy storyline and go like a Superboy direction and like have it be, this might be crazy, like Supercorp tinfoil hat, but have it be like Lena and Kara's like kid in Eve, like, or just like if they run with this Eve pregnancy, and it's maybe Lex's kid, you know, maybe she goes to Lena and says, hey, like, I'm carrying the last of your brother. Because again, as far as everybody knows, Lex is dead. Um, and uh, so, and I mean, I don't know. So there's that idea to kind of like chew on or think about a little bit. Like, I wonder if they do use Eve's, or excuse me, Andrea's pregnancy in the show. Like I said, at Comic-Con, they said that they weren't, but I don't know if I believe them. Um because I feel like that could be, like, an interesting thing to do, especially if, you know, whenever her due date is, like, if it's after crisis, then they could totally just, like, retcon everything and be like, well, crisis erased that baby, like, you know, whatever they decide to do. It'll be interesting for sure. Um, and then we had Supergirl saving kids. That's my favorite thing in the whole world. I love those moments, those, like, you know, classic superhero moments. Uh, Kara stopping that bus made me think of that episode in season one. I think it's called Seeing Red, where Kara stops the car and she like totals this guy's car. Um, but he and he's like, "You totaled my car," and she's like, "Well, I st- had to stop you before you totaled these kids." One of my favorite moments from season one. And that bus scene made me think of that, and that was really cool. So then we see Kara and the team fight facing off against Midnight, and then Kara's like, uh, this cape damage is gonna be so awful for aerodynamics, because her coal, or excuse me, her cape looks like Swiss cheese. <laughs> it's got shit tons of holes in it. And so Brainy, then they show a shot of Brainy, and he's kind of like scheming. You could see it. You, you almost like see the light bulb above his head. And we know Brainy built Kara a new suit, and it's so sick. So then Brainy says, the suit will materialize. Um, And so we see the suit materializing onto her. Obviously, that solves the problem of, well, if she has her suit on under her clothes, like, you know, uh, how does she hide the pants under her dress? Like, obviously, the suit materializes now. Which makes me sad, R.I.P. Uh, shirt rips, because obviously, you know, the suit is not under her clothes anymore, so she's never going to be able to do another shirt rip again, which makes me very upset. But, honestly, I think it's worth it for pants, so. Um, but I am very intrigued on how the suit materializes, or better yet, where the suit materializes from, because... As you know, if you watch The Flash, which I don't religiously watch The Flash, but I know what's happening on The Flash, The Flash has a ring. It's The Flash ring. It's kind of like, it's a very classic thing from the comics. His suit 
comes out of the flash ring that he wears all the time, which kind of, again, I mean, to me, wearing a ring with the flash symbol on it, when you look like the flash, you know, makes it seem like maybe you're the flash, but you know, you know, so maybe, you know, the ring, maybe uh, Kara has a ring now, a Supergirl ring uh, that her suit materializes out of when she like presses a button or maybe she has a bracelet or maybe it's her mother's necklace like she pushes on her mother's necklace and it like materializes out of there I don't know what to think I don't know uh Brainy could have come up with anything I'm very intrigued to see what happens there um I think it'd be really really cool if she did have a ring or a bracelet or a necklace or something you know again just kind of to be like a cool like a little wink to the flash a little nod to the flash um, and then we see the, like, little, the, like, title sequence, and the theme is purple for this season. The, the, all the, like, neon-looking, you know, like, the outlines and everything, all the weird colors that the CW always does, or, like, weird little lines and stuff the CW always does, it's all purple, which is very, very cool, because it makes me think of Linda Lee, R.I.P. Linda Lee, um, and it makes me think that she's gonna stick around. I, I talked about this in my, uh, Comic-Con video, but I think that she's going to be a part of Kara forever. Because when you separate, or like, yeah, when you separate a part of Kara from her into another being, like, it was a blank slate, but it had like a little, little, little bit of Kara in it, you know? Like Linda had a little bit of Kara, like she had Alex in her mind. She had memories of Lena a little bit, you know? She had memories of, of, you know, being nice to people, you know, like having a sibling kind of situation, you know, because she kind of took Lex as like a brother figure sort of thing. And so, you know, seeing uh, or... But then once they they combined to back together, you know, all of those memories don't just disappear. They I feel like they would get absorbed into Kara with Linda, you know, like with her powers, like with her lightning powers, which I hope that we'll see Kara use um, in the future. So I just have a feeling that hopefully, 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 hopefully we're going to see the ramifications of Kara absorbing Linda because I just genuinely think that that there has to be some kind of something left of her in in Kara you know some like lingering memories of like her like maybe she has like dreams about Kaznia or you know she can speak Russian or or she can you know all of these kinds of things I would love for that to happen so I I hope that the the purple is kind of like symbolic of that and obviously you know they haven't really mentioned much of that in, in, you know, in any interviews or anything. I feel like they probably are trying to keep that one on the down low as much as possible. Okay, so really quick, I just want to talk about Crisis on Earth, uh, excuse me, not on Earth X. We already did Crisis on Earth X. Crisis on Infinite Earths. I want to talk about this because there have been so many people confirmed for Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I actually recorded this episode once before this exact episode. I recorded it on Friday, two days ago. And then they decided to release a bunch of stuff, so I had to re-record it. (laughs) Because they dropped the trailer today, and yesterday they released that... Or excuse me, two days ago they released that Erica Durant is going to be back as Lois Lane. Um, And I'll talk about that in a minute. 
but I want to go through this whole list for crisis. Um, because, you know, like I said at the beginning, I, there are so many damn people in this crossover that I'm just like, I'm, I just kind of wanted a list, uh, you know, in one place, you know, just see how many, how many people, because it's a whole bunch. And, just kind of want to talk about my theories about why certain people are returning or like what their role is going to be like, you know, I, so we'll just talk about that a little bit, you know, I'm not going to go super deep because this is just, you know, this is supposed to just be like a Supergirl uh, roundup, news roundup, but you know, Supergirl has to do with crisis. So here we go. So let's start with Tyler Hecklin as Superman, obviously the Superman that we know on Supergirl. He's personally my favorite Superman, so I'm so excited to see him back. What a wonderful guy. Um, he's he's so great, and I'm just really excited to see his Clark come back um, as a dad now, which is so great. And, and there have been some, like, you know, uh, rumblings and, like, people speculating online that maybe he would die in the crossover instead of Kara and honestly I would be absolutely heartbroken if that happened because he just became a dad like like he just became a dad I don't uh, that'd be so sad and I just love him and Kara doesn't need to lose anybody else somebody else can die like honestly let's not kill Clark Kent please please let's kill another let's kill a different Clark Kent let's let's see that (laughs) Speaking of another Clark Kent, we have Brandon Routh. He's going to be playing Kingdom Come Superman and the Atom, which is very cool. I'm really excited to see that. I'm I'm really excited to see, you know, because obviously I'm going to, as I'm going to talk about, you know, with the rest of this list, they're bringing in a bunch of different versions of different characters, which is what Crisis is all about. You know, it's about bringing in these different versions of characters that we know and love because the multiverse is so vast and so huge and and so filled with different versions of all these characters. I'm intrigued to see how many other versions of the characters that we know and love we're going to see. Like, I have a feeling, and I might, you know, this might be a totally wrong feeling, but I have a feeling that maybe we'll see Power Girl show up. Maybe Melissa will play Power Girl because in the original Crisis uh, comics, that was when Power Girl kind of started to have a prominent role. Her Superman died in Crisis, and then she, obviously, like, all the worlds merged. Uh, sorry if you really don't know what Crisis uh, is in the comics, but it's basically all the worlds merging to try and streamline their storytelling in DC Comics, but then they separated again, so it really didn't matter. Um, but uh, Power Girl obviously, like everybody else, ended up on Earth-1, um, and so I think it'd be really interesting to see Melissa take on Power Girl. Uh, Kara, her name is Kara Zor-L, like just an L, -L. Z-O-R-L, um, so I'd be really intrigued to see, uh, Melissa take on Power Girl, and, you know, all of these other characters to take on different versions of themselves. I'm sure that we'll see Grant play a different Flash. Maybe we'll see Steven play a different Arrow, you know. In fact, I hope that we do. Because again, that's what Crisis is all about. It's about, you know, the chaos and confusion of merging all of these worlds together. Um, And then we have Cress Williams as Black Lightning, which is so amazing because, you know, obviously... Black Lightning has not been a part of the Arrowverse uh, the entire time that it has been on air. Um, 
but now uh, we finally get to see Black Lightning interact with Arrow, with Flash, with Supergirl, you know. So I'm really, really excited about that. And then we have Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. Uh, he was the voice actor in Batman the Animated Series, so I'm really intrigued to see uh, what his role could be like as Bruce Wayne. Um, since in Batwoman, it seems that Bruce Wayne has disappeared and he's, and he's Kate's cousin, I have a feeling that he's not playing Batwoman's Earth's Bruce Wayne. I have a feeling that he's playing a different Earth's Bruce Wayne. Maybe even ours, like, or, I mean, <laughs> ours. Supergirls, like, Earth-38's Bruce Wayne instead of, like, Earth-1. Uh, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they handle that. Then we have Burt Ward who played Robin in the original Batman series. Um, he's playing an unknown character. I have a feeling he's probably going to have something to do with Kevin Conroy. I don't know why they didn't disclose who he's playing, but it's probably obviously a huge secret. Then we have LaMonica Garrett as both the Monitor and the Anti-Monitor. Um, the Anti-Monitor is uh, basically is very well tied with Tom Cavanaugh playing Pariah, which is another thing that was confirmed pariah is the one to release the anti-monitor um in the comics so i have a feeling that they will be doing a lot of work together um bitsy tulloch is back as lois lane as a mom now i'm very excited um they'll be back from argo which is really interesting like you know that Kara will have to be like call up cal and be like hey cal come back the earth is in danger please um and then obviously we have john crier as lex luther and then, very interestingly, we have Tom Welling as Superman and Erica Durant as Lois Lane, and it's been confirmed that they will both reprise their Smallville roles uh, as, you know, that as Smallville's Superman and Smallville's Lois Lane. I'm very intrigued about that. I wonder what Earth they say that they're going to come from, Earth's, Earth Smallville. Uh, I'm very intrigued about that because, you know, I... Erica plays Kara's mom. Like, how are they going to handle this? Like, Kara's going to look over and she's going to see her mom's doppelganger kissing her cousin from another earth. And you're like, gross. It's just too much. But I'm very intrigued because, you know, obviously they confirm this. So I think it'll be really cool. It'll be really awesome to see them, uh, you know, reprise that role. And, you know, maybe Tom Welling's Superman will be the one to die instead of Supergirls, hopefully. Um, then we have John Wesley Ship. It has not been confirmed who he's playing, but I have a feeling it's either Jay Garrick or Flash Earth 90. Um, then we have Jonah Hex coming back. Jonathan Sheck, I think this is how you pronounce his last name. He's coming back as Jonah Hex. He was a kind of recurring character on um, uh, seasons like one, two, and three, and maybe four. I don't know if he showed up in four of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I think he only showed up in one, two, and three. But it's cool to have him back. He's always cool because they always do that Western episode of Legends. I love those episodes. I'm very sad season four didn't have one. Um, and then obviously we have Team Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Legends, Team Batwoman, and maybe even dead characters. Because, you know, like I said, like Crisis is all about bringing in characters from other Earths from and maybe like the Monitor bringing people back from the dead, obviously with Lex. I'm very intrigued to see who we see in um crisis i'm you know i think obviously you know steven has posted about how we'll see um tommy merlin come back which is very interesting um 
you know, just characters like that, characters, you know, that we haven't seen in a long time, characters that were, like, instrumental to these shows. Obviously, Crisis is kind of a love letter. I, f- I feel like Crisis is going to be a love letter to the fans, to, you know, everybody that's stuck with Arrow to now the entire Arrowverse, um, which will be, it'll be, it'll just, it'll be really cool. And I have a feeling that most of these people won't even show up until Act 3 or Hour 3 of the crossover because obviously they have to set everything up. This story is about Oliver, Barry, Kara, Kate, and, you know, Sarah and the Legends. So I just have a feeling that all of these extra people won't show up until all those worlds start merging, which probably, again, won't be until Hour, like, 3. So, and then that's really all that I have got for Season 5 news and stuff. Um, I've got a few questions just to think about before going into this season premiere. Um, questions that were left hanging at the end of season four that we kind of want to think about, you know, remember, kind of like, a, it's not like too long didn't watch, but it's more like about uh, just re- little reminders. Like, oh, remember that they wanted you to think about this. So just stuff to think about while you're watching um, the premiere. Um, and I will go through those right now. One of them will be like, how will Lena handle knowing Kara's secret? Then we have uh, Brainy and Danson, like relationship questions, like how is the show, how are their relationships going to continue? How will they further? Um, will Red Daughter remain a presence in Kara since she absorbed her? Um, how will the Monitor use the newly revived Lex Luthor to his advantage? Uh, will we see Lex alive before Crisis? That's my big question. Um, who is Leviathan? Keep in mind Leviathan, that creepy old lady and Eve. And is Eve good or evil? Like, is she a good person or is, you know, is she terrible? Because she seemed very vulnerable in that last, you know, scene of season four. Why did Kara get bangs? I don't think they want you to think about that, but I want to think about that. Um, I wrote explanation about the new super suit, but you know what? We got it. Brainy said, hey, your suit is trash and I'm going to make you a new one. And will Alex ever get a child? Because obviously this has been a recurring question, but they really kind of brought it up in season four, um, especially with Kelly being so open and so honest with Alex about it. So will Alex, you know, ever become a mom? I really would love to see Alex adopt a teenager. I think that'd be really cool, especially how she handled Ruby um, in season three. That's just my personal opinion, though. Um, Obviously, I think it'll be cool no matter what they do. I know that Kyler Lee has a huge, you know, hand in what what they do with Alex's storyline, so I very much trust her um, to do that. And with that, I want to say enjoy the season premiere wherever you are, however you watch. Um, you can watch it on the CW if you're in America, 8 o'clock if you're in central time zone like I am, or you can watch it at 9 o'clock if you're on the East Coast. Um and yeah if and then again you could watch it the very next day on the cw app if you miss it um watch you know while you're there get to your tv an hour early and watch the batwoman premiere see if you like it hey you know super sunday check it out um supergirl sunday super super girls sunday yeah (laughs) um but yeah i hope wherever you are whoever you are whatever you watch. I hope you love the premiere. And I will be there Wednesday, the day, or excuse me, the Wednesday after the premiere 
I will have a new episode up going over every single thing that happened in the episode, my theories regarding what is going to happen going forward. I will talk about the trailer for the next episode. I'll talk about, you know, just everything that happened in the episode. It'll be my recap, my first one. I'm very nervous about it, but I'm very excited. Um, so, you know, Sunday will be the episode. Wednesday will be my recap. Be there or be square. Um, and I hope you guys have a good a good week. Um, I will see you guys in a week. And, oh, don't forget to, you know, like and subscribe and stuff. Um, it really helps me out. And I will see you guys later. Bye.